The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things in her, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, just as had been told them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. There is a phenomenon that uh, throughout my seminary career, after, we began, after I began wearing clerics in seminary, a phenomenon that I began to observe, and to be honest, at the beginning, it really annoyed the heck out of me. And the phenomenon is this, and you've probably seen this maybe many, many times throughout your life. There is a tendency for women of all ages to treat priests and seminarians like sons. And so I'd always hear, wait, are you eating enough? You're kind of skinny. Are you getting work out? Are you sleeping enough? And all these different ways in which I'd constantly hear this from women in various parishes that I would serve in. And at the beginning, it annoyed me quite a bit, even early in my priesthood. I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, I'm a grown man. But, but, there came one particular moment. It was obviously kind of a growth over time. But there was a particular moment in my own life that it kind of came to the fore that what a gift that tendency within women is, and what of a gift it is to be mothered as a man of whatever age you are. And it was one of my first assignments, which was great. It was quite wonderful. But my pastor was much more charismatic and outgoing than I was. And so, to me, it appeared as though I was less loved. And I'll never forget that I was working in the church one day. I forget what we were doing. I think maybe stuffing bulletins or going through and cleaning pews. And this mom in the parish, this woman, kind of turned to me and she said, Father Jared, we love you too. There are a lot of people who see that. We love you. We love the reverence. We love your devotion. We love your zeal. And we love your commitment. You're not the same as Father so-and-so. But we do love you. And a lot of us appreciate you more than you know. And man, that moment, like, I realized, like, what a gift I was, but also what a gift it is in the feminine genius for the ability to, first of all, intuit like something's kind of up, he's feeling off. And number two, just this tendency to see the gift that each person is and each priest is. And I think in that moment, it began to be a change for me, that I began to, in those moments of being mothered, yes, I can be annoyed because it's like, again, I can take care of myself for the most part. But at the same time, it's also something I've grown to appreciate, that there's always someone looking out for me who has my interests at heart and ultimately helps me to take care of myself, as it is often easy for priests to neglect that. And I think in my life, that gift has also been exemplified through Mary, the Mother of God. Because on this feast day, I think there's a special way in which, yes, we look at Mary first and foremost. She is the Mother of God, and I've not seen 
this particular episode, but somebody the other day, one of my friends, she was telling me about an episode from the TV show The Chosen, in which the apostles are kind of asking Mary, like, what was it like whenever he was a baby? And she's like, I don't really know. And there's like nothing in particular I can really point to. All I know is that he needed me. He needed me. And what an odd thing it is. What a strange thing. And what a beautiful thing it is that our Lord trusted Mary so much. That little babe in the nativity scene needed her, was completely relied upon her, and would not have survived without her. Not just even in her his years of infancy, but in years beyond. She was the one constant throughout his life, from that manger to the cross. She was the one that was always there. She was the one that always had his back. And I think that is the gift of motherhood. Whether you are a biological mother or not, at the core of every woman is mother, just as the core of every man, whether biological or spiritual, is father. It is who we are, and it is the role that we play. And it is a beautiful thing to see that at work within so many lives, not just my life, the life of my brother priest, but also even the parish. Mothers always mother, whether it's their son or not. And it is one of those beautiful gifts that the Lord has given to me and my priesthood, both in, yes, the care that each and one of, every one of you women that show me, but also in the care that ultimately is representative of the care that the Blessed Mother also has for me. But my Blessed Mother, our Blessed Mother, has always been the one that I could run to. She has always taken care of me. In those moments of darkness, those moments of difficulty, where the going gets tough, and it seems like the world is against, against me, it is always then that I find Mary there present, ready to lead me back to her son. And it has become one of the most important in relationships in my life, after a relationship with her son, first and foremost, in the Eucharist. My daily prayer time with him, to converse with him, but after that conversation, second comes my conversation with Our Lady, or my talk with Mom as I call it each day as I pray my rosary and walk. Her role in our lives can never be overstated. And I think it is important also for all the women gathered here that oftentimes I think our Lord wants to somehow make you equal to men in the same way or some sort of way that you're supposed to be like us. But you are not us. and. I am so deeply thankful for that gift. That in the feminine genius, I'm given a gift that no man has ever given me. As great as guys are and as supportive as you all can be, the support of mothers in the parish has never been matched. And it is very important in my human relationships. And so I want to just first of all pour into you and to say to you, thank you. But then at the same time, to encourage you to turn to the example of Our Lady. Because I think in our own lives, it is important for you to turn to her, for you to recognize that you need to encourage, build up, and strengthen the men in your life, your sons, your husbands, your priest, all the men. We need you. And indeed, even beyond just simply taking care of me and making sure I'm taking care of myself, women have always served as kind of the impetus to push me towards Father, just do it. 
And it has been one of those great gifts of not just simply nurturing, but also of emboldening, strengthening, and encouraging. So encourage, strengthen, and nurture the men in your lives. And men, grow to appreciate that, always and everywhere. Grow to appreciate the gift that your wife, your mother, your daughters are to you. It is one of the great gifts in this life, the complementarity of all of us. That indeed the Lord has given each and every one of us a unique gift. My fatherhood is expressed in a way that nobody else's fatherhood can be expressed. Your motherhood is expressed in a way that no other, no one else's motherhood can be expressed. Each and every one of us are uniquely loved by the Lord. And it is one of those great things to see at play in the parish and in the home. That Mary, the mother of God, stands at the center of our salvation story. She should also stand at the center of our homes, the center of our hearts. She will always be there to comfort us, to strengthen us, to give us what we need in order to carry out the mission that her son has entrusted to each of us. So Mary, Mother of God, pray for us.